You're now locked in to the Fox Says Podcast. I'm on the beat, let's guy Supreme. Yes, people, what is going on? Welcome to another episode of the Fox Says Podcast. I'm your host for the jokes, the fantastic Mr. Fox, aka Coach John Fox, and welcome to another episode. I hope everyone is well, had an absolutely awesome week. First week of 2022 is basically done now. And um, yeah, only 50 weeks to go until Christmas. <laughs> That is a horrible thought for a lot of people out there, isn't it? Um, I don't even know where that came from. I just thought, you know what? Let me just sprinkle something. Doom. Something you wasn't quite expecting. But I hope everyone has had an awesome week. Do you know what? I can't lie to you. Yeah? My energy has been through the roof this week. I've been dying. I've been struggling. Like it's been, it's been tough. I've been very tired. My body has felt so mashed up. So at the beginning of the week, if you listen to the Wednesday episode, you'll know about that. If not, go back and listen to that and then come back to this. Uh, but I had my trap nerve in my neck and it just was not the one can't lie to you it was it, it was not good so I took Monday off as a rest day and then I went in and I trained when did I do back I think I done back on Wednesday and my theory was this if I train my back I feel like it will loosen it all up loosen the trap nerve up and it will let me live and it will chill out and do you know what it worked because <laughs> I had no more well I'm not gonna say I didn't have no more pain it, it was it was there but it wasn't it wasn't really bad but I just felt like I've really felt fatigued this week and I felt like, ugh, I hate saying this word, but I really felt like I've probably overtrained this week um, in comparison to um, how much I'd recovered. So when people talk about overtraining, uh, I'm not going to say I don't believe in it because I do believe in it. I just feel like people, uh, they miss, there's a misconception of what overtraining is. Now, there's a difference between overtraining and just, you know, pushing yourself a little bit harder you know like some people push themselves a little bit harder and be like oh no I've overtrained it's like well, no you haven't you just put in a little bit more effort than usual um but I do believe there is such thing as overtraining if you're not recovering so you know for example so I decided to turn all my sessions into like deload set that's a barefaced lie I turned my shoulders and arm session into a deload session because I actually ended up hitting some pb lifts in my back session which was good um but yeah, basically, I decided to turn them into sort of deloady sessions, just just fluffy pump sessions, um, just so basically I'm not damaging myself. Um, I mean, <laughs> in an ideal world, I probably should have just rested. If that was a client, I would have said to a client, rest, but I'm, I'm not a client and I don't listen to myself and I don't listen to my body, apparently. <laughs> so yeah, I just adapted the session slightly. Um, you know, I reduced, I think the biggest thing was that I focused on was reducing my weight load. So I wasn't trying to overload in terms of, um, weight being used. Uh, so I still done the same exercises, but for example, on shoulder press, which if you follow me, you'll know that pff, me and shoulder press, we're like shit and sugar. We sound good, but we just don't go together. Um, I reduced the weight load that I usually do. And I just done four sets of, I think I've got four sets of 12 on it. But to be fair, for the weight that I had on there was still quite a substantial weight compared to what it would have been previously you know like the idea is when you're doing a deload or, or, or like a lighter session you obviously want to pull pull weight back you know and not go as heavy but my idea my sort of <laughs> my thinking around this and philosophy around it is if you will the heavier you can go that <laughs> how can oh no it's really confusing the heavier your light is the stronger overall you'll be so if your idea of a light session or a light set, let's just use a set for example, <clears throat> it's four sets of 60 kilos on a bench press. Let's just, I'm gonna just pick that randomly because we all know that I don't bench press. So if four sets of 60, four sets of 12 reps of 60 is considered light to you, 
yeah, like generally it doesn't cause much fatigue. You get some muscle stimulation, but it's no, there's no real fatigue in there. There's no real effort needed to go into it. Um, to me, like if you could then make it the 80 kilos, I know this is a big jump and I'm just using random numbers here so you get the point I'm trying to get at. If you could do that four sets of 12 with 80 and have the same sort of effect, that's just going to mean that overall you are stronger. You know, like, so if I compare some of my deloads now compared to when I used to do deloads before, if I ever did used to do deloads before, because, you know, hashtag team days off, team no days off, team never take time away from the gym, team go, 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 go. Um, <laughs> But yeah, if I if I look in comparison to my deloads now compared to that, I'm a little bit stronger. Now, obviously, you're not trying to 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 set records or set PBs and stuff like that. But generally speaking, like I say, my strength, you can see there's an increase in my strength. And then that also helps me gauge with um, you know, how I should be lifting uh when I'm when I'm regularly lifting. And I look at there's one thing, and I had a conversation with with a good few of my clients this week, because um a few of them are gonna be cutting this year. Obviously, a couple of them are competing, and they were saying they're they're worried about losing their strength. Uh, when it time when uh, when it's cutting time, you know, and, and when the calories get lower, you know, they're worried about their strength um, diminishing and stuff like that. And I said, you know, there will be some um, diminish and and reduction in in your strength, okay. And especially the leaner you get, you got to remember you haven't got much body fat around your joints supporting and protecting you. So there could be there is potential for hindrance on your strength. However, in my last three preps, I've not I wouldn't say that I've got weaker necessarily. Like, I really haven't. Like, don't get me wrong, I might do a heavy set and then it probably takes me a little bit more time to recover from it or I might not be able to do as many sets um, and like and total volume just because, you know, you've just not got the fuel when your body's not in that state. But generally speaking, I've not got weaker and that's just because of the effort that I've, that I've put in because I refuse to get weaker. Um, and then what I do is like, I've looked back at certain sets I was doing, you know, when I was like two weeks out, three weeks out from a show and I look at certain sets like that and the strength and, and how I was still lifting there. So now when I'm full of calories and, and living this full off season, fluff season, improvement season, I don't know what you call it, season, um, I think to myself, well, if that's what I was doing when I was cutting, I should I should be stronger now, or I should be able to push myself. So when I come to cut again, I'll be even stronger still. And that's just, you know, one of those one of those progressions and it's not one of those instantly gratifying progressions you know you're not gonna you're not gonna see the return in it right away you know I'm not gonna see the return in all this hard work until the next time I cut and I get to that same sort of point where I am a three week uh, a few weeks out from a show you know struggling and still having to push up these numbers it will be then that I see it and to be honest I probably may not even see it then it may be after when I'm then looking back at what I was doing I was like wow that was so much stronger than the last time so it's one of those things that you know everybody wants instant sort of rewards in the gym you know or and and which which I totally get I totally understand but not all results are instant and some of it is a lot more of a longer process um that you might not even to be honest even just cutting itself you know like you're doing all this building and all this time in your in your bulking phase but you're not going to see the fruits of your labor until you've trimmed right down you know so you just got to keep putting in the work keep ticking the boxes and keep you know putting in that same effort until you get to the point where you can actually look at the return on your investment um so yeah so linking that all back to the overtraining thing <laughs> i always say that there is such thing as overtraining but it is it's it's relative to what you've got going on at the time. So for example, my sleep this week has been trash. I've literally been surviving off about four or five hours sleep. I've been back um, waking up at 4 a.m. for clients, which I ain't got a problem with it at all. It's just obviously, it's just, it's taken a little bit of adapting um, and my body hasn't been ready for it. And my body's still, I'm still trying to go into bed at like midnight. I'm like, you're up in four hours. Why are you still awake, please? Um, so 
in terms of if you look at my performance and, and my recovery, yes, this week I would say I've definitely overtrained. Last night I had an early finish and I didn't have much work to do. So I was checking in with my clients and stuff and I was catching up with them. Um, and I was doing some admin bits and then I managed to get into bed a little bit earlier than usual. Um, still didn't end up falling asleep until about 11. But then I was up at five today rather than four. So, and to be honest, I feel like the quality of sleep that I had last night was much better. Like I had a really good quality of sleep. So I woke up feeling good, woke up feeling good, woke up feeling positive and, and as well, <laughs> Oh, I was getting, I was booked in to get my hair cut today, which, oh, like, I don't think people realise like how much confidence, how much, how much of a man <laughs> you feel when you've had a trim. Like a haircut really is the thing that like I always say like I could walk out the barber shop, J Lo could come up to me and I would just be like, away, go away from me, don't don't look at me, I'm not a piece of meat. That is Beyonce would come. I say listen. Go back to Jay-Z. Don't look at me. Don't. That is the level of confidence that a haircut gives me. And I know that sounds ridiculous, but honestly, it's just, oh, it's just one of the things. And I've been walking around looking like a Brillo pad for the last few weeks. It's just not acceptable. So, yes. So I woke up in a really good mood, really positive, really buzzing, looking forward to that. So I was debating, because I want to have two rest days this week. And I was like, right, should I take the whole weekend off? Or should I take like today um, and tomorrow off, which would be Saturday? Um, so you may be listening to this on Saturday, in which case, if you are, um, yes, I've had today off. But yeah, I was trying to figure out what days I'm going to take off because really and truly, in all transparency, I probably could have taken the next three days off, but I just didn't want to. I'm at that point where I don't actually want to take time off because I'm enjoying training. But at the same time, you know, if I'm going to be pushing myself the way that I am pushing myself and I'm not recovering, you know, something's got to give at some point, um, you know, and, and you have to sort of Yes, it's all well and good. It's like when people say to me, you know, um, I've got some clients and I've got friends. I know people that are like, you know, I don't like taking rest days and, that, and that's fine. But as long as your recovery is there, because you will get into this overtrained state. And when you're identifying the overtrained state, there's, I can tell, I'll tell you my little telltale signs. And this is how I know um, when I'm in that overtrained state. So I struggle to get a pump. Like the pump just won't be the same. Like I did arms on uh, Thursday, which yesterday uh when i'm recording while i'm recording this uh so yeah so i done arms yesterday and it just i just didn't feel great like there's a couple of movements i kept out like overhead um dumbbell extensions i've managed to build my strength up on them a lot uh but i took them out just because i didn't want to have the dumbbell above my head and behind with my neck situation and stuff and, and potentially aggravate it again but everything i was doing was just it was just hurting and i don't mean like burn pump all feel the burn kind of pain i i, I live for that this was like ow 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 kind of pain like it, it was it was very uncomfortable so um that's usually one of my telltale signs that either that muscle group is like that body part is dead so leave it or okay you might have overdone it overall um i also f i struggled to focus a little bit as much like i had a lot of caffeine and well i say a lot of caffeine my usual amount of caffeine and it didn't it didn't really touch the sides i'm not gonna lie and then i was yawning like i think i'm pretty sure did i have coffees yeah i had two coffees yesterday which usually I'll be spinning off the first one, but I had two and I had the first one. It didn't even really touch the sides. And I had the second one, which kind of gave me like a gentle lift. And then that was it. Like it just wasn't. Yeah. So I was like, right. Okay, cool. So I'm really tired because even the caffeine's not really hitting me. Um, and then, yeah, just, just generally feeling like everything just feels heavy. You know, like I even, I grabbed a 20 kilo plate and I, I felt like I picked up Thor's hammer. Like it just, it, everything just felt heavy. And I, and I, I know, I know, I know my body. I've done this for long enough now. I knew that I probably should have just said, you know what, let me sack this session off. But I didn't because it's me. <laughs> and like I said, I don't tend to listen to my body. But um, I got through the session. I adapted it. Um, like I said, it just became like a, like a fluffy sort of pump workout. 
which was still good. Still got a really decent pump, to be fair. Um, and then, yeah, this morning when I woke up, I was, you know, debating what I was going to do. Um, what I think didn't help as well is uh, loads of things. And this is going to sound so silly, right? But loads of things just put me in a real positive mood this morning. Like, I'm really looking forward to this weekend. I've got a nice weekend planned. I was obviously looking forward to getting my trim. There's a song that I've seen, like, teased on social media for, like, the last week. And I've been buzzing for it to drop. And when I realised that that song dropped, I was like, oh, I'm going to listen to that while I train today. Like... All these things just made my made me ready for the day. And I know that sounds silly, but that had me excited to leave. That uh, bef- that had me excited even before I'd left the house. Do you know what I mean? Like, so I was already in a good mood. So I got there, trained my client. He smashed his session and I was like, boom, right, my time. Had a pre-workout and off I went. That's probably what helped me today as well, to be fair. I had a pre, so, you know. I'm still only on half a scoop of full tilt, the CMP full tilt. I've decided I can't hack a full scoop. It's just, it's too much. I just can't do it. So I have I have half a scoop, so. So yeah, so I decided I'm going to do it um, because I want to take the whole weekend off. Uh, like I said, I've got I've, I've got plans over the weekend, which is going to be nice. So I just want to I just want to be able to enjoy myself over the weekend and not have to worry about training. Just worry about waddling if the leg session hit different, which it did. So I fully anticipated it being a sort of deloady, if you will, leg session. Um, and I'll be honest with you, I just got so. I don't know, man. I was just on such a hype. I was on such a vibe. I was blasting that tune just before I got into the gym, and I just went into the gym and was like, right. Um, I kind of done a mixture of my bodybuilding. Well, it, it was my, so I'm, I think I've said this before on a previous episode, but I'm currently doing two, uh, one leg session a week. One is a bodybuilding quote leg session a week, which is, I just go in and do like my standard leg day, um, with reduced hamstring work because you know, as we all know, I don't need the hamstrings. Um, I don't need as much focus on the hamstrings, should I say? And then the second one is my dynamic leg day. So I'll do things like sled pushes, step ups, um more dynamic actual like movements um I, and again I, I probably have said this in a previous episode but oh well you might not have listened to that one let me carry on so yeah so and it, it's good as well because it gives me a chance to try out different exercises and do different exercises which is good fun you know like i've, I've said it before like i, I want to get bigger you know i want to be massive and ripped like that who doesn't um but at the same time i do still want to be very functional and i feel like when i get so it must just be my addictive personality but when i get so focused and in the zone on bodybuilding you know you forget about everything else and you forget about like even like running like I I, enjoy, I don't enjoy running that is a lie but I enjoy sprinting and like explosive stuff like when I jumped on the assault bike like I really enjoyed that it made me want to throw up but I like doing stuff like that and when you've got the energy um, and you've got the calories fueling you like why not you know it, it doesn't have to just be bodybuilding at the end of the day I still am building my body but I'm also fitter and healthier so when I go in and do those bodybuilding sessions you know I've got more muscular endurance I've got more cardiovascular endurance so my sessions are going to be better in general so there's a big crossover so I'm just like a massive bodybuilding hybrid hashtag athlete and that is athlete spelled a-f-l-e-t-e that's right um so yeah, so that's how I'm splitting up my leg days at the moment. And I'll be honest with you guys, that's just because my legs don't need, I don't need two leg sessions a week anymore. They're, they're not a weak body part. Are they the strongest in the world? No, of course not. But they don't need that much. Um, and in fact, I find I'm having better sessions, having more time in between resting them. So I'm actually, uh, the idea was to do it every, do legs every 10 days. Um, but I just, I need to do one leg session within the week. And sometimes I, I was working it out and I was like, so hang on a minute. So there'll be a whole week where I wouldn't do legs and I just couldn't comprehend it. I was like, no, 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 no. A leg session has to happen between Monday to Sunday. So, but that's why I feel like, you know, the dynamic leg day switch up is just nice because it's different movements, different stimulation, using different muscle fibers and stuff. And, um, yeah, I, I really enjoy it. So today was bodybuilding day. 
Um, but I moved over some stuff from the dynamic day. Like on a dynamic day, I go in and do um, pendulum squats where I go for my 30 rep sets, 20 and 30 rep sets. Um, I decided to throw them in today just because I felt like it. And because I'm on reduced hamstring um, volume, I just decided today, do you know what? I'm going to hit them because I've not actually trained them hard. Like, like you know, because I've been on reduced volume. So um, I've done my leg extensions at the beginning and then I did three hamstring movements as opposed to just the one. So I done standing hamstring curl, seated hamstring curl, which they've, uh, at my gym Titans, they've got the um, the life fitness one. If you've ever been to an anytime fitness, you'll know the, you'll know the life. Um, the Life Fitness Seated Hamstring Curl. It's actually one of the best seated hamstring curls I've ever used. I, I'm a big fan of that machine, I must say. Um, I do like the the old Life Fitness one, the sort of like, I can only describe it as the white generation model. And I don't mean white generation as in white people, but as in like, there's like these old white Life Fitness machines, like the Life of Fitness, the Life and Fitness, the Life Fitness Leg Extension, Seated Hamstring Curl, Cable Fly Stack, Shoulder Press, um, chest press, all those machines, they're, they're probably one of my favorite lines of equipment and kit because they're timeless. Like if I go to a gym and they've got the life extension, um, the, <laughs> the life fitness leg extension, I, I love that. I love that machine, you know, and I think it's because, like I say, I, I grew up using it. So it was, it was, uh, it's, they're, they're just, it's just built to test, test the test of time, to beat the test of time. Yeah, you get what I'm trying to say. They're good flipping machines. So um, this is one. This is uh, a slightly newer, more fitnessy gym version of the um, like fitness seated hamstring curl. The long story short, the machine's sick, isn't it? <laughs> it's sick, and my hamstrings were on fire. So much so that when I was in the barber shop, I was sat there chilling, and it was cutting my hair, and I was feeling like a new man. I was getting ready to reject JLo as I walked out the barbershop and my hamstring just got the dirtiest cramp. Let me tell, like I could feel it about to set in and I was literally sat there like, there is nothing I can do. There is literally nothing I can do <laughs> except take this cramp. So I was slowly like stretching my leg out and he was like, are you good? I was like, I was like I'm getting cramp. I'm not going to lie. He's like, oh, are you all right though? I was like, yeah, 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 I'm good. I'm good. I just got um, one of the people in the barbers passed me my water, downed like half this bottle of water. And then I needed a pee. This is what I mean. This is what I was trying to avoid. Because when I got into, when I got into town after my workout today, I had to pee like four times. It was, it was, it was stupid. I don't know why I was peeing so much. So I was like, right, I won't drink as much water. Um, so I'm not sat in a barbershop needing a piss basically. And then yeah, I had to down it all. And then the hamstring like eased up and the cramp went and then the bladder was like, oh, what about me? So yeah, it wasn't a good time. But the haircut's sick. Can't lie to you. Haircut is on point. So yeah, big shout out to the Dojo Barbers in Southampton. That's where I went today. Man like Chris cut my hair. Shout out to Chris. That was, uh, it was, it was, it's a good trim. I'm very, very, very happy with it. But anyway, going back to the workout. Uh, so yeah, so I had that hamstring work, which obviously that extra stimulation today and work for the hamstring obviously shocked the crap out of them for them to be um, cramping up like they were. Uh, and then I jumped on the pendulum squat, which I'm slowly falling in love with. And I'm not gonna lie, I don't know what brand um, the one that Titans is. I, f I feel like it might just be a, just a, a you know, like a, what's the, what's it called? Like a welding brand or something like that. Um, anyway, it's not, it's not like a Watson one or an Atlantis or something like that. That's what I'm trying to say. But I got three plates for uh, 30 the other week. And that was when I felt sick. If you remember that episode where I spoke about that. And today I decided I'm going to get 30 again. Couldn't find any 20 plates. So they were 25 plates. So there was a progression in that in itself. Whereas last, last time I did it, I went 20, 40, 60. Whereas today I went 25, 50 and then 60. 
So, um, and it was 2020-30, same format, but just a little bit heavier on the first two sets. Um, and I and I decided, you know what, I'm going to push, and I got 32. So, yeah, new and uh, two reps up. And to be honest with you, there probably was more in there, but I, I felt like my back was starting to pull a little bit. I just, I thought, like, I was getting to that point where I was like, okay, cool. You've got away with this. This is some good volume. Your legs are burning. Old John, back in the day, John, would have been like, nah, just keep going, and probably ended up, you know, damaging flipping a hip flexor or something like that whereas smart john was like you've you've done what you need to do and i stopped and i'm glad i did because i needed a, a minute or five after that to to get my soul together especially because i still had split squats to do <laughs> and stiff leg deadlifts it was long i still had a lot to do so i did step outside and catch some air for about five minutes which was nice i needed some some oxygen and um yeah felt good but yeah so that session went surprisingly well i, I connected well with everything um I, the, you know the pump was great i definitely felt a little bit more recovered so even though i didn't sleep as long last night um my sleep quality was was, was good which and, and this is the thing sleep is so important like without a doubt the sleep i truly believe is one of the cures to like everything like it's, it's so important and it's something that i i lack hugely like in terms of how long I sleep, how well I sleep. My sleep is just higgy. There is no other way to say it. And I've been a victim, I've been a victim. I've been guilty of buying supplements in the past before. So like um, I bought one that before that had like magnesium in it. Uh, it had magnesium, it's basically ZMA. And then it had a couple other ingredients in it. Um, you know, it's supposed to help you get calm. I think it, did it have chamomile in it or something? It, it had something anyway. And I was thinking that if I take this, it will help me sleep better. But the thing that's actually going to help me sleep better, and this is the thing that people don't really want to hear, <laughs> but it is what it is. Um, it's, you know, your routine leading up to sleep, you know, things like not using your phone. If you've got an iPhone, I can't speak for the other brands because I don't know if they do it, but I know iPhone's got that night shift mode where it changes your screen to like yellowy. So it takes out the blue light. So I have that kick in from eight o'clock every night. I have got some blue light blocking glasses as well, which... Um, you know, I do wear them sometimes and I can't lie to you. It makes my eyes hella drowsy. Like, I think it's because they're not under strain of being like looking at blue eyes, uh, blue eyes, blue lights that they just, my eyes start to relax and then get real heavy and then it helps me fall asleep. So I could have just totally made that up, but that's how, how I feel that that's what it does. So that's what it does. Um, but yeah, it's just little things like that. And, you know, obviously making sure that you're in bed, um, you know, at a good time. And even if you're just in bed, like just be in bed. Like there's, um, I saw something floating around uh, Instagram and on social media that was about, uh, or was it TikTok? No, I think it was a TikTok video where this guy was talking about basically, you know, that he doesn't take his phone into the bedroom. You know, him, him and his wife, they don't take the phone into the bedroom. No social media after a certain time. Uh, no TV in the bedroom. And it's funny, one of them, um, <laughs> an old friend, an old friend of the family's, I remember him telling me one day, he's like, listen, the bedroom is there for one thing, sleeping and sex. <laughs> and being a young lad, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. But there is something to that, you know, like I, I, I then, you know, obviously like as I got older and that, I looked into, well, I listened to things where they were saying about, you know, your your bedroom should be your, your sanctuary place, your place away from all of that. But let's be honest, in this day and age, it's not going to be like that, is it? So, but you need to try and create those environments the best you can. Uh, and, I, and that I am a firm believer of. So it's definitely something that I do want to work on. Um, I, I saw something the other day, as I, I say, I, I see stuff all the time. I, I look into stuff, I read stuff all the time. Uh, and it was saying about a theory of not having sugar before bed because it will store as fat overnight. But then there was something about having fruit. So it's fructose sugar, so more natural sugars, even though it's still sugar. 
about 45 minutes before you go to bed because it will cause an insulin spike. And then when you crash, by the time you crash, you're ready to fall asleep. So you're like crashing and falling asleep at the same time. So it's kind of like a match made in heaven. And I was like, that makes total sense. I don't think eating six chocolate orange Maltese truffles is the same as, I think he said pineapple, but it had orange in it. So that was my justification for fruit. So maybe that's what helped me sleep so good last night. I don't know. Or maybe I was just at that point where I was just so overtired that, you know, I had no choice but to conk out. But yeah, sleep quality is something I feel like if you're talking about the like what's more important, how long you sleep or how like the quality of how you sleep, it's definitely the quality. Like I feel like four quality hours is better than eight broken hours of sleep. I could be wrong, but I personally feel that's what it is. Um so yeah, so that so so I was ready. And and with that, what you sometimes find as well, this is another one of my indicators that I've that, that I'm overtrained or yeah, yeah, that my body is in an overtrained state. Um is I struggle to sleep. And and you know what? I'm now I'm saying that out loud. I'm thinking that's probably why my sleep's been so shit because it's it's just a vicious cycle. You feel overtrained, you still push yourself. You you need sleep to recover, but you're not sleeping to recover, so you're not recovering, so you feel overtrained and you're just in the cycle. So I find it yeah, if I'm overtrained, I just I, my CNS is fried. I just won't sleep very well. Um, it's even like if I've got bad leg doms, like really, really bad leg doms, actually stop me from sleeping. Like it's just uncomfortable, and you, you, you it's kind of hard, I don't know. It's kind of hard to say like to identify that you know my CNS is fried, and that's the reason why I'm not sleeping right. But I, I, I know, like I say, I, I know my body very well. So yeah, sort of saying that out loud has kind of made that come to light, which which would make a lot of sense which would make a lot of sense why my sleep's been so higgy. So yeah, but um, but aside from that, um, today's session was wicked. You know, like I say, it was, it was really, really good. And um, I was really pleased with it. The stuff that I got done, I, I was buzzing. So um, post-workout, I treated myself to a Krispy Kreme and a coffee. Um, I had a protein shake and then um, I went into town to get my hair cut. And I was like, you know what? I haven't had cream of rice. I haven't had oats because I just had a shake. So I'm going to have a Krispy Kreme. And I had a Lotus, Lotus? Lotus Biscoff, um, sorry, I'm really good at correcting myself. <laughs> and I think I do it because I had a friend when I was younger, right? He, he would, he will catch you off guard. Like if you say anything wrong, right? He will catch you. Like he'll, he's so quick. The guy does not miss a beat. Like I, I remember once one of the boys was talking and he was chatting, chatting, chatting. He was like, oh yeah, I've got a really bad speeding finding. And we was all listening to his story in London. Like, yeah, yeah, speeding fine. It's speeding fine. And he goes, do you mean speeding fine? And like, it, it, everyone was like, Oh yeah, we said it <laughs> And he just he just catches you off guard. And I think spending so much time with him when I was younger, like I, I'll, I'll correct myself quickly because I feel like he's just gonna pop out and correct me. But anyway, going back to it, I got a Biscoff Krispy Kreme, which is just elite. It was just, cause someone bought some Krispy Kremes for us. One of the members brought them into the office. And now my manager, Chris, he doesn't pull the manager card very, like he doesn't, he doesn't, you know, like swing his, uh, Swing his manager schlong around, put it that way. Um, however, when someone brings us donuts, he does, and he says, "I am having the Biscoff one as the manager of this gym." So I feel like he, I feel like he deserves that for someone that doesn't. He doesn't throw his weight around. So yeah, okay, fair enough. However, I wanted the Biscoff one. So when I was in there today, I got one of those and an oat milk latte, which was nice. I just sat there on my own. I was the only one in the shop, which was banging. Sat there, spoke to some clients, had a coffee, had a donut. Yeah, man, I was living life. It was it was really good. And now I'm thinking about it, that caffeine probably didn't help with the whole dehydration situation. Something that I struggle with a lot, actually, is, is 
if I've had a hard leg day, like I did today, um, like I struggle to, to, to rehydrate, I really do. And I remember this happened to me a few years ago. So I was due to do a door shift and I had a really tough leg session in the morning. And then I was driving to my shift and I remember I got to the BP garage in Wickham, right? And I just got out of the car, both legs gone, that was it. Hamstring, hamstring. And then I, I sort of like straightened my legs, quad, quad. And I've never had cramp this bad in my life. Like, honestly, like I was, ne I was legit nearly crying. Okay, and I, I couldn't move. And I'd fallen over like into this puddle. Now you got this big ass dude on the floor with security plastered on his back in this vulnerable hedgehog-like ball in a puddle, right? That, that, this guy's in trouble, right? If I saw that, I would be like, yo, are you, what can I do to help? Because you look very vulnerable right now. You know, I remember some woman, she walked past me, she said, are you all right? I was like, no, no, I've got, I've got really bad cramp. I, I need some water. She went, okay, <laughs> just walked into the shop. I was like, yeah, don't worry, Doris, you go pay for your petrol, please, honestly, don't worry about me. And, um, <laughs> and then the geezer in the, in the BP, he was like, he put the little thing on, he was like, are you okay at pump number, whatever it was? I was like, no, I'm not. So eventually they eased up. I went running into the shop. I bought a bunch of bananas, um, bought some water. I ate like three bananas, which just messed up my stomach. And then um, I drank loads of water. And I remember pulling up to the shift and I was like, guys, if you don't see me in five minutes, please come and get me. And I told them what happened. And they're like, okay, cool. So I went and parked my car, got out of the car, boom. Same thing happened again. Oh my goodness, it was not good. I was, just, and then I got there. Luckily, it was a really dead shift. Like there was just nothing going on. So I just said, look, I, I got to go home. I can't. Drove all the way home. Soon as I got up, got out of the car again, they locked up, and I, I just, it was, oh, it was not good. It was not good. But yeah, I'd struggled to rehydrate that whole day. Um, and it's it's happened to me with a few leg sessions. You know, like I remember um, when I filmed when me and one day filmed legs. That was that was a little bit later in the day, so it was different. But I just remember waking up in the middle of the night very dehydrated still. Like, I don't know, maybe maybe my legs just suck all the water out of my body. I don't know. But um but yeah, so I've so I've been smashing the water since then basically, because I'm not trying to I'm not trying to be dehydrated. Not I don't want leg cramp. I really don't. And even earlier when like when I was stretching my hamstring out when I sat in the chair, my quad started twitching. I said, Don't, don't, you're not invited to this party. Like, no one phoned you. No one phoned you. Relax. So um so yeah, that was a that was a tale of of barbershops and leg days <laughs> today. But no, it was a really good session. So, but I'm now really ready and really looking forward to having the weekend off. I think I'm probably going to go in and do some cardio Sunday morning. It's usually my I usually do a conditioning session on a Saturday, but tomorrow I legitimately just want to sleep in. Like I'm I'm going to try and go to bed. I'm going to try and go to bed at the at the same sort of time I would normally today just to keep my body in that routine, uh, try to keep my circadian rhythm, that's right, um, try to keep my circadian rhythm moving in a certain way. Um, I've actually got a book about sleep as well, which I've never read because I feel like I don't deserve to. I'm like, you, you don't deserve to read this book because you you like, you like don't do much to help your sleep, you know, and, I, and I'm, I'm fully aware that, you know, taking a supplement or something like that isn't going to be the magic cure, but I definitely need to look into something. Um, even like CBD, you hear a lot about CBD and stuff, and I, I, that is something that I am looking into using. To be fair, um, to see if it will help. Just, and again, not that I think it's going to be the magic fix, but I just feel like it's something that could help me get me into that state and into that place of being able to then relax. You know, it's like, it's like when they say ZMA helps you sleep. Well, ZMA helps relax you 
which in turn then allows you to sleep. Like, so when I, I remember, this is when you got to read through marketing. I remember um, this thing that was saying ZMA boost testosterone. Um, you know, um, ZMA testosterone booster. And then when I sort of stripped it apart, my theory behind it was this. And again, you may agree, you may disagree. My theory was this. If ZMA helps you get into a better sleep and you have a better quality of sleep, then your testosterone production is going to be producing the way that it needs to be. Your, your hormones are going to be regulated the way that they need to be. So in a way, yes, it does help with your testosterone. But so they're not lying by saying that. But it doesn't mean taking ZMA is going to help your testosterone. Does that, does that make sense? So I'm not looking to take something or, or wanting to have a supplement because I think it's going to be the magic fix. It's just going to help me get to that place where I can then get the better quality sleep, get get the the longer sleep and, and stuff like that and make improvements from there. So yeah, we'll see. I've got some very intelligent friends that I need to speak to about it because I want to make sure that, you know, it is legit. It does work. Um, and I'm not just going to be wasting my money. They'll probably turn around and just say to me, put your phone down, <laughs> get off social media, stop watching TikTok videos and go to sleep. At which point I'll turn around and say, no, just give me the magic potion instead. <laughs> but that's how we are, isn't it? As a society, that's how we are. We want the, you want the plaster for the cut, but not, oh no, there's a saying, uh, I'm not even going to try it. Oh, uh, maybe I'll, I'll get that for the next episode. It's like, instead of trying to, it, it, oh, okay, so it's like this. Instead of just taking tablets for a headache, work on the thing that's causing the headache. Yeah, I butchered it. I'll come back to that one. I'll come back to that one. But um, yeah, do you know what? It's funny. This is not the episode that I had planned, but you know, uh, I feel like this is a this is a great one. And once again, my um my freestyle waffle actually <laughs> managed to managed to be something useful. So if any of you out there, you know, are wondering if you're overtraining. I just, what I always say is I pertain overtraining mostly to um, how it looks in terms of your recovery. Like, sure, there are some training sessions where you can overdo it and you can do too much. I definitely did that the other week um, in my back session. But then again, I'm like, okay, well, did I overdo it? Or it was just that I was underdoing the, the more important part, which is the recovery element. So I feel like that's the, the main thing between the, the main thing behind overtraining to me comes from under recovering. Uh, maybe we should, maybe we should change it and go from stop calling it overtraining and call it under recovering. Um, and yeah, sleep, sleep is just so vital. It, it is like w without a doubt. And it's something that I really, really, really want to improve. I think I'm going to give it a couple of months. I'm going to treat myself to a good mattress as well. Um, and yeah, I mean, I've got little things like I've got a little, um, a diffuser thing and I've got some lavender drops. I might, do you know what? I might drop the lavender drops tonight. Maybe I might do that. I might, you know, make make the room lavender. -ni -ni -ni. <laughs> Will that make a difference? I don't know. Find out on the next. Do you know what? I'll do it tonight. And you can find out on the next episode. So uh, yeah, I hope that was helpful. I hope it was useful. If anyone's, you know, wondering whether or not they're overtraining or just a few telltale signs, um, don't ask me about CBD because I don't know yet. <laughs> like I say, I need to look into that a little bit more. I'm gonna. Do you know what? I'm gonna message one of my boys about it in a minute. Um, he, he's gonna know. It's funny because I'll just message him totally out of the blue with like a, a, like a question or about something like that, <laughs> and, and then he'll message me back something like, "Why have you thought of this?" You know, like I remember, I remember when I messaged him saying the men need to train their pelvic floor, and he, he just messaged me back like, "What have you been reading? What have you been smoking?" I was like, "I've not read anything, and I've not smoked anything." But I'm just wondering. <laughs> I just, oh God. Oh, sometimes I wonder how I do have friends. Um, it's because I'm a delight. That's why. So <laughs> yeah, I hope that was useful. I hope you found that helpful. Um, new song added to the Fox Says podcast playlist. The song that I've been waiting for all week. I don't even know why I got so gassed over it, but it was just, it was all over social media and it was, I feel like when certain pages 
po- uh, post certain songs like I'm more inclined to listen to it and they they always nail it like they've posted songs from some artists before that I've been like this song is sick and I've listened to their other catalogue and I'm like eh, not that impressed but the one they posted was sick so this is uh, it's another UK song I'm I'm still I'm still very invested in this in this UK stuff at the moment I got to say um, so currently on the, I've, I've added a few more songs to the playlist as well just some of my favourites not necessarily the ones I know I said I was going to put the ones that are on repeat but I'll put a couple of my favourites in there so you've got um, uh, I added Goat Level Crepton Conan I don't know if I said that in the last no no last one was Goodhams so I put on Goat Level by Crepton Conan they're two artists that I never really used to I slept on them I'm not going to lie I never used to really listen to them but like that song the, the metaphors and the punchlines and is just oh, honestly mad um, got a little bit of bashment in there, a little soca vibe. Got a tune called Body by Kess, which is from one of my favorite videos, like meme videos online. Um, it's a video of a cat in a corner and like this dancing plant and the plant's dancing and, and the cat's the cat's like shying away from it. And it says when that creepy dude tries to dance on you in the club. It's so funny. Honestly, it's one of my favorite videos. If ever, do you know what? Sometimes if ever I wake up in the morning and I'm on the phone, um, I'll, I'll watch a video like that just 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 to start the day on a positive note just just to laugh for the day um so yeah that one's been added in there i've added light glass which is from that band i talk, talk i spoke about on the last episode um from seriana that's like my my when i play that tune that's like the beginning of leg day song i can't listen to that song again for the whole session if i listen to that it's like the start of leg day but this one this is uh one eye open I don't know why it just it bangs, and and it's it's the first it's the first like bars that got me like the first verse. He says um he says I want to feature with bad girl Riri, feeling a vibe or something. It's so easy or something. And there's like tell Nicki Minaj I said walk one. <laughs> I was like what? Yes my guy. Yes my guy. So um and one and one of his other lines as well is um I've been around since P Money and Sharky P and they're like they're like old school artist like grime artist that i remember like and some of the new generation don't even know about p money p money's probably i'd say probably one of the best grime mcs ever and i used to love p money when i was younger so i don't know i just feel like this guy's from that era and yeah man shout out to rinsome alone i tagged him on my story and he um he messaged me back saying big love my g so you know we're basically best friends now so yeah made a new best friend today i'm up i got a fresh haircut i got a sick leg pump i got hamstring cramp and a new best friend so that is what you call a successful Friday. <laughs> right, guys, listen, have an amazing weekend. Whatever you're doing right now, listen to this. Thank you for choosing to lock in. Until next week, this is the Fox Says Podcast. The work is always done, and you know this. I'll see you on the next episode. Peace. Peace.